Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Suzanne. And this is the QLips English Podcast. Hey, friends. Welcome back to QLips. This is Chatterbox, the series for intermediate and advanced English learners that features natural conversations between native speakers about interesting topics. And today's topic is. Skincare. And as you'll hear in just a moment, Suzanne and I had plenty to talk about. There's a transcript and study guide for this episode that's available for all QLoops members. Following along with the study guide while you listen to us is the best way to study with QLoops, and we highly recommend it. Plus, when you become a QLoops member, you'll get access to lots of special bonuses like invitations to our monthly live streams and access to our members only series, The Fluency Files. So, to sign up, become a member, and get the study guide and transcript, just visit our website, QLips.com. C U L I P S.com. And if you like QLips and find us helpful for improving your English, then please support us. One of the easiest ways that you can do this is to leave a five star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform that you use to listen to QLips. Now, this just helps other English learners, just like yourself from all over the world, find QLips and learn English with us. It only takes a moment and it's a big help. So, we would really appreciate it if you could do that. And with that being said, let's jump right into the chat about skincare. Enjoy. We're going to talk about skincare today. Traditionally, skincare has been the domain of women, right? And like、yeah. guys are like, manly men, we don't care about taking care of our skin. Like we're out working in the woods or on the farm. Yeah. And then these days, it's like everybody's concerned. Like, why wouldn't you want to have healthy skin? Why is this、right. a gendered thing? Right. Right. It's also just point out that. Taking care of your skin is not just about looking nice. It's also about staying healthy. Sure. It's your biggest organ, right? Like, you know, combating any kind of like UV rays or things like that, you know,、um, harmful rays. There's no gender involved in that. <laughs> it's kind of like healthcare, right?、Yeah. Like you said, it's your biggest organ, it's a very important part of your body. And so it's good to take care of it just like you would any other part of your body. I think that's one of the things that really striked me as being foreign when I first came to Korea. When I moved here for the first time back in 2008, is I, I came to Korea and this country is skincare crazy. Like it's、yeah. a huge part of the beauty culture here, but men as well as women. So coming from Canada at that time, it was kind of like that even back in 2008, which isn't too long ago. That guys didn't really take care of their skin too much. There weren't any products really devoted for men only. If you'd go into the drugstore and go down the skincare aisle, it's all like kind of pink bottles and marketed towards women, right? Right.、Uh, but coming to Korea, it was all like guys are wearing makeup and guys are wearing sunscreen and moisturizer and、yeah. all of these different products. And that was. Kind of shocking to me at the time, but I think it makes a lot more sense to me now. <laughs> and I think also it's changed in North America at the same time, where you see everybody sort of wanting to take care of their skin. It makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. 
I think it's called something. K-beauty. They call it K-beauty. That's it. It's K-beauty. It's major. Like, we know about that. Maybe because being a guy, you didn't really see it here. But that's very much in the woman culture of skincare. Like, we all know all about the K-beauty. And we buy a lot of, like, there's some really incredible brands and face masks. And I have a, a good friend of mine who lives in California whose family is in Korea and Japan. She has family in both countries. And she, when she goes there, she will stock up and bring us and send it to us <laughs> all over North America. She's like, I got my stash. And she'll send it because they're really great. They're very good products and they're not so expensive. Yeah, it's a big industry here. You don't have to break the bank and there are a lot of options and there are a lot of shops as well on the streets. Like I'd say there's five or six different types of stores that you see all over the place Yes, that just sell skincare products. Yeah. Well, I'm obsessed and I'm really been obsessed with clean beauty. So like mm -hmm. clean skin products that don't have parabens or gluten or chemicals or things that could cause health problems. But yeah, I've really gotten into natural products and also local products since the pandemic. I've definitely had been shopping more local and finding people who are starting their own brands, making beauty products and skincare from their small studio or home or whatever. And they're even showing you how to make things like DIY. Sure. And it's really nice to kind of give your money and support those local and more natural products that are eco-friendly for your own health, but also for the environment and keeping things local. So yeah, I've been trying to do that as much as possible, but I'm picky. And so I just have a ton of products all over the place products I've tried and then been like, well, I don't know if I like that one. <laughs> so can you walk us through your skincare routine? Like what do you do every day? Do you apply like many different products? I don't. I do have a ton of different things, but it's more for different times of the year. I don't have a lot of things I do in one day. I just have a lot of products that I use throughout the year at different times for different weather conditions. What do you do from the morning? So you wake up. Some people will actually think this is gross, but many like people in the business do this, like skincare world. I don't always wash my face with soap in the morning. Sometimes I do like a really good rinse, like like a long kind of just warm water because mm -hmm. sometimes removing the oils from your face, like like if I, you know, wake up and I jump in the shower right away. That's enough. Mm -hmm. I'll just sort of like wash it in the shower. I'm the same as you. I have pretty oily skin, but I don't like to remove it all like twice a day. I'll usually wash my face before I go to sleep. But I just try to wash it with water in the morning. It's just water. No, no cleansing product in the AM for me. Me too. It's usual. Sometimes I like today I had a weird morning. And so I maybe didn't actually wash my face well, like from after my meditation or whatever. So I may do it 
because it's later on in the more you know in the day but if it's right when i wake up i'm not i don't wear use any soap either but i do have a foaming cleanser that's what i use i have sensitive skin so it's very gentle then i have a, a toner it's it's a just quick it like refreshes and closes the pores using a cotton pad you're fancy i i'm i don't do it the right way i also have a kind of toner or something that I'm supposed to put on, but I'm way too lackadaisical. I don't really care too much, so I I, I can't go all the way. So yeah. I just usually splash some in my hands and then just rub it in there. <laughs> That's actually more eco-friendly. To be honest, the cotton pads are too, you know, one and done. Yeah, but professionals say you should use a pad. I mean, I'm probably doing it the wrong way. My skin is not terrible. It used to be terrible when I was a teenager. I had acne and it it wasn't great. It's better now, but it's nowhere near like beautiful skin. I've never had anybody look at my skin and say, wow, you have beautiful skin. I disagree, Andrew. I feel unless I unless like you have some sort of like zoom fixing, but I think you have really nice skin. Well, I appreciate that. I don't think it's bad skin by any chance, but it's not like amazing. It's just like average. But I don't think I'm doing things the proper way. That's what I wanted to say. I'm not following all the steps because I'm too lazy. I do the product. I put the product on, but I, you know, I'm not using the pad. I'm just sort of splashing it on there, getting it getting yeah. it into the skin. Maybe you're like if you have a lot of oil, Maybe using a a light pad or tissue with the toner could be good to sort of just like balance it out. They also have really good moisturizers now that are more matte that are not like adding oil to your face, right? I got a good one. I got I got this great moisturizer thing because I saw at the store that there was this new product called the All in One, and I was like. Oh. Tell me about this all in one because it's like yeah. five or six products. You know, you, you got like uh, a moisturizer, you have some sort of sunscreen. There's like all of these different things in one product. And actually, my girlfriend was like, no, don't do that all in one. It's going to be bad. But because I'm lazy and I don't want to really spend too much time on skincare, I was like, this sounds like the product for me. And yeah. it was probably marketed at my demographic. Like the person, who wants wants to have nice skin but doesn't want to invest any time or money into having nice skin. That's essentially me. <laughs> so I tried it out. It was a little bit expensive, but I actually bought it at the duty-free store when I was traveling last time. And I bought several bottles. So I still have some, even though I haven't traveled because of the whole pandemic for over a year. So I've been able to use it and I love it. It really works well. My skin doesn't look too oily or too glossy after I apply it. It feels moist, like it doesn't feel dry. And it seems to be a really good product for me. So I'm happy that I found this all in one. And I'd recommend it to any listeners (laughs) out there. (laughs) This is excellent. I would recommend doing an exfoliation, maybe, I don't know, like once a week at the least. Mm Mm-hmm. You could easily make one on your own, like on YouTube, you'll find a, you can find something if you don't want to buy one. But I really recommend exfoliating. I actually forgot to say that when I do wash, I have this like tool, it's a silicone thing and it gets like in your 
it like cleans the skin more like a brush kind of. It's basically like a silicone brush that like has a vibration. So it's like scrubbing the skin and it's lightly exfoliating. And I use that on a daily basis at night. And it's nice. It's really changed my skin quite a bit. I mean, it really helped. Yeah, your skin looks really good right now. Again, it's hard to tell through Zoom. I know you've already had nice skin, but it looks especially good right now. So I think that that tool is working. It's very nice of you to say. After I do that, I do put in the summer like a vitamin C serum or something like that for anti-aging. Mm. Mm. But in the winter, I don't usually use that because sometimes it like kind of not dries, but it can make my skin like a little bit more delicate. So I, I actually mm. use this is so expensive. It's like 90, 100 bucks a bottle. But it's called Drunk Elephant is one of my favorite brands that is natural and clean. And mm-hmm. it's marula oil. But what I put on right after that, I put on hyaluronic acid. It's a serum that keeps the moisture in. So then I use this and then I put it on over the oil in the winter because then it keeps that moisture in my face overnight. Okay, so your skin's not drying out in the winter wind. And then I don't have to put on a ton of stuff. But then what I do is, if in like January, February, I sometimes add an added like light moisturizer on top because, you know, it's really drying here. Sure. Yeah, so that's my skincare routine. But I'll, in the summer, it's, it's like, Maybe just the hyaluronic acid mm. or a light moisturizer, something like easy, because otherwise you're you're just like shining down the street. Like, yeah, it's too much. Okay, so it's interesting. You're pretty involved. You're pretty into the skincare then, because I pretty much described my whole routine. Yeah, but then like if we're putting on makeup, then we got a primer, a tinted moisturizer, and then sometimes I put on a, like a foundation you know, then we do the eyebrows. There's a whole routine. Okay, so we probably don't have enough time to talk about all of that. But before we finish, I'm going to throw some rapid fire questions out to you. Okay. So when it comes to skincare, is the food that you eat more important than the products you apply to your face? It's the food. It's always what you put in your body. It's the same with exercise. Like say you want to lose weight and get in shape. You can exercise, run your face off. You're not going to really lose or change your health and size unless you change your food. It's about the food. It's about the food. It's always an inside job. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, I know that if I am sort of eating healthy and sleeping well, that I know pretty much what my skin will look like. But if I ever have an outbreak or get a pimple or, you know, some sort of irritation, it's always because I've, you know, gone ham on a pizza over the weekend or haven't been sleeping well or I'm stressed out about something. It's not usually because, oh, I forgot to uh, apply my moisturizer yesterday. It's never that kind of reason. Thank you. No, drink more water. Like that's going to hydrate you more than like a $100 moisturizer. Let's be real. And also like anything dairy is not going to help your skin Mm -hmm. as far as like acne. Something that's very helpful that I've noticed my skin change since I've been doing it. I've been drinking celery juice, fresh celery Mm -hmm. juice every morning on an empty stomach. And that has changed the clarity of my skin, nails and eyes. 
I've noticed. Okay. This is kind of a personal question, so don't answer in a specific dollar amount. Okay. How much do I spend on skincare? Yeah. Give us a ballpark. I don't think I spend as much as most people do. I mean, people spend money. It can be really, really expensive, right? Yeah. If you're like buying all of the, the hot products, it can be right. crazy expensive. Let's not include makeup in the skincare. Okay. Because I'm just talking about like skincare, right? Not makeup. Yep. So I don't think it's a lot. I probably spend like $300 every like three months or four months. I don't even think it's that much. I think it might even be like 200, honestly. Yeah. I don't necessarily wait three months. I'll like see a sale and I'm like, oh, wow, I used this serum and it's in a box set so I can get two for like the price of one. So I'll just buy it now and just save it for, you know what I mean? So I I definitely Mm -hmm. wait for the sales to happen or if I have a coupon or whatever. So I don't know. I guess about probably like 200 every three months, which I think is not a lot. I do the same thing. Like I said, when I went to the airport, I bought them at the duty-free. Like I stocked up. And if I do see a sale on some of the products that I use, then I think that's a great idea. Buy them at once because you know you're going to use them every day. So might as well totally stock up if you can. So I try to do that as well. The last question here. This is going to be a rapid fire question, but maybe the answer won't be too rapid fire. <laughs> um, and that the the question is, have you ever had a really adverse reaction to some kind of product that you've applied to your skin? I'm asking you this because I went to Spain a couple of years ago. And when I was in Spain, I bought this exfoliant mask product that was made with a kind of black clay, I guess. We were just walking around and there was a skincare shop. We went inside and, you know, the sales lady was really friendly and sort of was like, oh, you should try this. I was like, okay, I'll try it. And so later I applied it, felt great, smelt great. I loved the way that my skin felt, <laughs> but I couldn't wash it off. Like the black color was stuck in my skin for really? like over a day. I couldn't go outside. I didn't want to walk around you know, with black skin, this <laughs> is not a good look. So that's weird that the color would stay because that's I that I've never heard. Couldn't get it out. I mean, it wasn't like a dark, you know what I'm talking about? This like kind of dark yeah. black clay, right? It's like it kind of it's like grayish almost. It's like charcoal. It's like a charcoal. Totally. And for whatever reason, like it was faint. It wasn't like really, really, yeah. really dark, but couldn't get it out for about a day. And then... I think I just went to sleep. I was like, I'll deal with this in the morning. I'm not going out for the rest (laughs) of the afternoon. I woke up and like I really scrubbed with some face cleaner and then it finally came out the next morning. That's so weird. I loved it. It smelled great, felt great. My skin felt great, but I mean, you can't go around. No, with like weird blotchiness and like half your, like this part of my face is gray. This part is like red from. So I'm wondering if you've had an experience like that too. Yeah, for sure. I I didn't have that, but I've definitely had breakouts from things or redness. Like I've used masks where it'll say, it may cause tingling. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, my face is on fire. And it feels like I'm on fire. And I'm like, no, this isn't tingling. This is like flames. So I've, and I've <laughs> taken it off and I've like, 
Like, it looks like I have a red... A red mask on. Like a red ah. red face. So it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've definitely had that. One thing I use, it's like a little secret weapon if I ever get a pimple. It's called Umbrian, like, Egyptian clay or something mask. Okay. And anytime... I've, I don't even use it as a face mask. I take it like a little dot and I stick it on any pimple and the next morning it's dried and gone. Like it's really almost gone. Yeah. Okay. Very last question. I promise. Today I was teaching and uh, all of my classes are happening on Zoom right now. And during the middle of my class, it was like a three hour class during the middle. I felt like the middle, very middle of my forehead was getting a little itchy, like it felt itchy. And then I looked at myself on my Zoom camera and I could see that there was like a dot, like I was getting a pimple as I was teaching the class. And I was kind of freaking out because today after I after work, I had to get some photos taken for my wedding coming up. So I was like, oh, perfect. The same day that I need to get these photos taken, for the wedding, I, I'm getting a pimple right in the middle of my forehead. So I was like stressed out about that while I was teaching. But like the class finished and I ate some lunch and then went down to get the photos taken and it was gone. So I don't know what that was. It was like a temporary irritation. Yes, it could be that you scratched it or something. Yeah, I, I was thinking maybe I got like a little bug bite or something like that I didn't notice. Yeah, or sometimes it's even like a tension thing or... Maybe like the circulation in the room. Sometimes we have like an allergic reaction. Sometimes we have like hormonal shifts that come and go. I mean, mm -hmm, let's mm -hmm. be real. The food is is way more important than what you put on your face, but it's hormones. Sure, yeah. Hormones are controlling that. How can you control your hormones? A lot of it is the food right? Food and drink, like not drinking too much caffeine. Hello, I'm drinking coffee right now, whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty um, bad at that. <laughs> yeah. So caffeine, but like in moderation, alcohol, but also, you know, not so much sugar. Yeah. The other thing though, too, is like exercise and breath work. Like mm -hmm. you can regulate your hormones and your mind by controlling your breath. Sure. By doing like you know, breathing techniques and like when you're like running, you're also you're bringing in a lot of oxygen and prana, getting that oxygen to your brain, your blood, it's helping your blood circulation. And it's also helping your heart, obviously, right, like pump throughout. And when we do big breath work, you're actually massaging your heart because your lungs on your left side kind of make room for the heart. And so it's doing this. It's like massaging your heart. Mm -hmm. And this is so good for the circulation of the blood and your skin. It's all connected. It's all connected. It's an interwoven tapestry, if you will. The body is a very holistic system, right? You, there's not like, yeah. you can't just do one thing and right. expect results. It's like, you have to pay attention to everything, which is kind of frustrating because I think as humans, we want quick fixes, right? Like, oh, if I just stop eating candy yes. in the afternoon, then my life will be better. But no, you have to sleep well, you have to reduce stress, you have to have good relationships with your friends, you have to exercise, you have to eat well. My spiritual teacher says it comes down to those five things. 
right? Like high vibration eating, drinking, what you see, what you're watching, what you're listening to. Is it uplifting? Is it making you a better person? Mm. And like, like not allowing your emotions to go. But it's also like watching what you sp- how you speak, what you think, what you feel, what your actions are, mm-hmm. and your thoughts. And so by changing those things, you really, like those are kind of like the basics. And when you when you look at those things and those are good, then okay, you'll start to see changes like rippling out in your life, I think, when you have those core things. It's not going to be cured by putting a cream on your, fa- <laughs> your face. Yeah, I guess we could sum it up by saying that the... Uh... Skincare companies and cosmetic manufacturers, they have marketed their products very well because we've come to the conclusion that it's not really what you apply to your face that makes any changes. But skincare is an inside job. (laughs) Yeah, it's an inside job. Exactly. (laughs) So, Suzanne, I think we'll leave it at here for tonight yeah it was great to talk to you it's been a while since we've had you on culips but it's it's good to have you back and it was uh, fun to talk about skincare with you tonight so thanks suzanne and thanks to all of our listeners as well guys just to remind you there's a study guide for this episode on our website culips.com so check that out And if you like Culips, if you listen to us often, if you find us to be fun and helpful for your English learning, then please support us. There are several different ways you could do that. You could tell your friends who are learning English to check us out. You could follow us on social media. You could leave us a five-star rating and a nice review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Or you could sign up and become a QLips member. And when you become a QLips member, there are many, many benefits and perks that you get. And to find out and learn about all of those, just visit our website, QLips.com. So we'll leave it here for now. But thank you for listening again, everyone. Take care. And we'll be back soon with another brand new episode. Goodbye. Bye.